Hello, everyone. Um, today we have our first ever guest, Steve in Mosher. Steve, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. What's up, people? Boom clap, Stokers. Boom clap, boom clap. Steve, who is your legend of the week? So, uh, my legend of the week is uh, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Kelly Slater. Undoubtedly the greatest surfer of all time. Dude is coming off of a, a foot break where... He caught a wave, and the board literally snapped his fucking foot in half. And uh, the dude's God a tank. Damn, really? Yeah, dude's a fucking tank. He's been re- rehabilitating, and uh, I'm pretty sure this is like his second or third break in the same like fashion. So uh, yeah, just an overall legend, and he's just fucking shredded. Did moves. you see the documentary HBO's coming out? With no, the no, I haven't. Right? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't but, either, uh, but it yeah, looks really good. Yeah, no, him like Shane Dory and all those guys when they were younger and shit like. Um, no, nah, it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, from what I from what I saw, it was like they, uh, like the surf industry, I guess, like forced them to compete against each other. Yeah, so, like they were close friends, and that kind of drove them apart a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost like a like a, a band with like money infiltrating, kind of right. like that dynamic, that friendship dynamic. So, I guess like a lot of them now, looking back as kids and stuff, like looking back as adults, at, like to them as kids. Uh, they kind of wanted to like relive some of those memories and I, I think they had like cameras along the way as they were growing up so for sure and I think if they had to do it again they would have tried to stay closer friends and tried to help each other as opposed to compete against each other yeah yeah, no yeah that looks really good I don't know when it's coming out but uh, no it came out on uh, the 12th I believe oh really yeah it's probably oh, nice. it's probably streaming on HBO now HBO on demand yeah, yeah. So, uh, my legend of the week is the late, great Patrice O'Neill. The first time I saw Patrice was um, in the office, actually. Uh, was he in that? He was in the office, and he was one of the warehouse workers. No way. Yeah. Fuck. Wait, like, early on? I thought very, he died. He, very early on. I thought he died in, like, the, the 90s or something. No, 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 no. He died in, like, 2010, 2009. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Did you really think that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's so. a funny fucking dude. I, well, I saw Hilarious. clips. I saw clips when I was younger. Like my brothers would like put me on with all these comedians and stuff. And like when I first found out about like Chappelle and stuff, right? Um, like I saw like the Patrice O'Neill shit, and like I think a lot of that was from the '90s. So I just assumed that dude fucking kicked it. Yeah, so the way I, um, so like I said, I saw him in the office and I thought he was naturally hilarious, but, uh, whatever, naturally very funny. Yeah. And, um, and the thing that was most sad about me for Patrice was that he was about to make it big. He just dropped Elephant in the Room as a Comedy Central special. And back then, that was like the Netflix of today. Yeah, yeah. That was like the 100%. number one spot. And, um, shortly after he died, but, what I did for a while, and I still do it every now and then, I go back and watch old Opie and Anthony radio show, mm-hmm. and he was, I mean, he's very funny on stage, but as far as, like, off stage, like, radio, podcast, he's the funniest guy, hands down. Um, another reason why I know he's such a legend is he refused to, like, bend to Hollywood. Yeah. There'd be times, like, uh, when he... And he had a really funny show, like, similar to the format of Tosh.0, and mm. Comedy Central wanted to change it, and he, like, he refused. Um, he just, he's just such a legend, man. He's the funniest guy, um, and everyone that ever knew Patrice, like, the outside perspective of him was, was that he was mean because he would cut people, but, and he would make fun of them, but it was really all out of love, mm. and, uh, yeah, I just, 
really miss him. I wish I, I wish I knew him more when he was alive. Yeah, no, it, I was actually talking to a dude about this the other day, like with those, like those people who are like just greats, like greats in their own craft. Right. Um, like in in our example, we were talking about Chris Farley, like of course, absolute yeah. legend, 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 like fucking Tommy, Tommy Boy, Boy Black Sheep, that. man, like, and all of his shit on SNL, <clears throat> but. And I was saying, like, imagine, like, what he would be now if he didn't, like, wasn't just such a drunk and shit. Like, right. what, like, what would he, where would he be now had that have not happened? But then, like, my, my coworker came up and said, like, but dude, what if that's what he needed to get to that point? Yeah. It's you know really what I mean? Or like, or like a Kurt about, Cobain, you know what I mean? People, like, I was just going to say, people say that about heroin and Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, that was the necessary evil to produce that great. Right. So it's also the necessary evil to kind of take him away too soon. So right, it's a flew too close to the sun. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, because that if you because some of these people like that's what you need to fucking like be on a stage, right? Is to like take a fucking armful of heroin and like there's a point where you just need it more and more and more and then it's just yeah. And you know time. what? I gotta I gotta bring up Mitch Hedberg. Um, oh fuck, man. Dude, same same exact fucking thing, man. Dude, you had the literally the same thing. One one liners that could kill a fucking there real. There is no one else, living, dead that could have said those lines and made them funny other than Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, and even as a fucking like a croaked over stone, like he was stoned out of his fucking mind. Some of the sets and yeah. like you'd watch the videos and you're like, dude, if anyone else stood on this fucking stage right now like that, you'd be like, get this guy some fucking. Um, What's that shit called that you get? Oh, fentanyl? No, no, no. Fentanyl will kill you. I'm saying uh, the shit that will... Um... Oh, uh, Narcan? Narcan. Like, yeah. dude. Fentanyl. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's that the exact opposite. That would, yeah, yeah. that would be it. But, uh, dude, it looked like he was Narcan. ODing on stage every time he'd perform. Yeah, and um, one of his jokes was, um, I used to, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to, too. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, just simple, simple one-liners, and he yeah. just knew he just knew how to take it. It was all about delivery for him, but uh, right. absolutely, absolutely, he's a he's an honorary legend in my book for sure for this week. Yeah, I think uh, if we're gonna be completely honest, you have to take off some points. For <laughs> and for Patrice, his vice was eating. He um, he died of a heart attack, I believe. I don't. I don't yeah, I'm not exactly wrong, sure. He, Patrice had a funny fucking joke. He was like. As a black dude, like I gotta, I gotta make sure I keep all my receipts because those shits are my alibis. And like, I don't yeah. want to drink a coke and like throw it over a bush and hit a dead woman on the dead white woman on the ground or something. Yeah, that like, just makes me think of like the legendary like Opie and Anthony crew. Like, from what I've seen from like diving down that YouTube rabbit hole that mm-hmm. we talked about, there was Howard Stern people and Opie and Anthony people. Yeah. And I'll always be an Opie and Anthony person. Um, and now I just thought of. Uh, What's that fucking guy's name? Artie Lang. He was he was on uh, Howard's radio show. Okay. And there he was like absolutely funny. He'd come in. He's still like struggling with heroin, but he was so funny that he was even funny on heroin. Like someone was <laughs> telling a boring story, and you know, he just nods out and starts snoring, uh, uh, snoring into <laughs> the mic. But um, like I was saying with Opie and Anthony, that crew, like they had just all funny comics in there. And um, Anthony Cumio was also very funny, and Opie was a host. People don't like him, whatever. But it was like Patrice O'Neill, Nick DiPaolo, Jim Norton, Bill Burr, Louis C.K. Yeah, it's kind of crazy the uh, yeah. the list that they kind of just that tenure of people yeah. that they've had come through that. It just kind of it speaks volumes to like how I guess like right. 
ahead of their time they were in the moment. And now I have to give um, another legend of the week. Not a babe of the week, but another legend, Colin Quinn. Oh, oh my God, Steve! Good dude. You good need dude. to watch every episode of uh, Tough Crowd. Is one season of Comedy Central, but it was at like the same time with. So you know Greg Giraldo. Sounds familiar. So he was. Um, he died. Of pills. Okay. So the left half of the couch, Colin Quinn was the host, was Patrice and Greg, and the regulars, the other regulars were Nick DiPaolo. Okay. Jim Norton. Mm. You know, Jim Norton likes getting peed on. Well, he likes um, transsexuals. That's what's up. So that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and there was one more. So it was Nick, uh, Patrice, Geraldo, Nick DiPaolo, Norton, and uh, whatever. So there was another person. But, like, you would really like this because they would discuss politics, but it would, and they would, like, talk about that for a little and then it would quickly uh, quickly uh, devolve into them just making fun of each other and it's just an amazing show yeah for sure for sure tough crowd um, yo so Amon who is your beef of the week my beef of the week is with the National Collegiate Athletic Association oh fuck oh so, fuck here we go we're putting out there Steve and I are both college athletes we appreciate the fact that we can run and uh, go to school and all that other good stuff. But the NCAA is a tyrannical uh, group and body, governing body, governing body of uh, college athletics. And they have many unfair rules. Um, but the main beef is that they don't share the profits. Like, oh, yeah. I'll be honest, track doesn't make a lot of money, but football, basketball, Lacrosse, hockey, baseball, college world series. Dude, just, no, billions no. of my, dollars. My my fucking bone to pick. Like years ago when I when Go I ahead, signed King. up for Go ahead, King. When I signed up for the fucking like to to the clearing compete, house? Yeah, the clearing house. NCAA clearing I have house. to fucking pay. I had to pay whatever it was, like hundred dollars. Yeah. whatever, to sign up. Dude, how much money are they making from fucking just, just the co- like a college football There's national least, championship? Like, Ten thousand college athletes. Do you want, dude? To? Yeah. Like, why do you need to chart? Why do I need to pay to have the privilege? And you know why it's such a problem? There's no face of the NCAA. We have a president. We have all these things where you could direct it at one person, and there's no. Like, if the leader of the NCAA went on the pod, went on a podcast, and someone gave them like tough questions, it would just dissolve into nothing but yeah, there's no almost an accident right in front of us there's almost an accident right in front of us <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we're uh we're on our way to the mall but do you know what i mean like there's no one no to yeah be held for sure you don't have anyone to kind of like hold accountable but um i mean that's not even my bone to pick honestly it's just the fact that like jesus another fucking almost accident yeah everyone's fucking up right now mosher who is your Beef of the week. Ooh, you're gonna you're gonna love this one, man. All right, here I, I, was, I was actually I was actually kind of scared that um, you'd be taking this one, but okay. uh, this was one we kind of discussed a little bit today. My beef of the week is with the term Mama Dukes. Yes, dude, we, we did talk about this. We, earlier. we did, dude. You go with Mama. What the fuck? What? Where did that even fucking come from? Mama Dukes. I think like, it's like a dog term. Yeah, like but a, even then, 
Where, like, why? Do you what, know what, what does that add do, to your fucking conversation? Do you know what kind of people say Mama Duke? What kind? Dirty, white trash <laughs> people. That's fair. I, people I, I, have I no it, no value to society at all. These I, people... I would one-up it to say that those people don't also recycle. They don't recycle. They don't care about the environment. They don't care about the coral. They don't care... They don't care about They don't care. It's just about themselves. For sure. But yeah. Like, uh, if you're listening to this and you say Mama Dukes... Kill... Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Yeah. Just do us all a favor. Or you can just stop saying it. But I think killing yourself might be a little easier. If you kill yourself, you'll definitely stop saying it. You'll definitely stop saying it. it. So that's like kind of the the main... That's like plan... That's square one. So if that doesn't work, then you can just stop saying it. Right. But don't do it the other way around. Yeah. All right. So, Steve, you're a big soccer fan? Big soccer fan. Big soccer fan. Big, big soccer fan. Big soccer fan. Who's your club team? My club team... Who's your, who's your league? Um, Are you an English Premier League guy? I am an English Premier League guy. Okay. Just for the basis that... I, I guess that's kind of the standard. Right. I'd say for international soccer. It's the most, like, consistent... I would say it's the best coach. Yeah, yes. Yes. And also, like... It's not like the fucking Spanish leagues where you get like the same fucking two or three teams every right. year. Real Madrid. Yeah, it's you don't and you don't have that. It's not Italy where it's like same thing, the same three teams. I every can name year. one player in Italy. Yeah, Ronaldo, because he just got. Well, traded. yeah, just got traded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's not it's not the the you don't have the people that you just suspect right. are gonna be there. So like, any year there's you parody fucking, in the league. Yeah, parody. Yeah. yeah, and like I like the relegation system, and I just think. Yeah. Um, it gets the most hype and the most attention because it's the the realest to everyone. So, I'd say the Premier League is probably my league, and um, I'd team. say my club. Um, and I'm gonna get some heat for this, but it's uh, Man City. Man City. All but right. Before, before. Oh, so you're a flip flopper. Bef- no, no, no. I, I've I always, before, I've always, I was before. I've always won. bled red. Liverpool. Nah, no. All right, that's just growing, my team. Growing up, that's just my team. Growing up, I was, I was. Uh, I was always Man City until, like, I was I was probably Man U until I was, like, 10 or 11. Ah, so you're a direct trader. Man U until I was, like, 10 or 11, and then I started watching the game. Right. And I I think at that point, it was towards the tail end of uh, Ronaldo's career with them, and, like... At Man U? Man U, yeah. yeah. And then he went over to the Spanish leagues, and I was like, you know what? Let me, let me jump ship real quick. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> guy didn't have his fucking headlights. All man. right. Um, but, yeah, Man City... For sure, for sure, for sure. I haven't watched in a while, but that's my boy De Bruyne. One of my new. Oh yeah, he's nasty. Yeah, um, dude, they have the fucking squad, dude. And he was. Got Pep, is he a Pep's Belgian? The fucking, a Belgian player? He, De Bruyne. Belgian. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's something I want to watch more. That and hockey. Um, Hockey's a good sport too. Um, it's we're very both Ranger fans. Yeah, fast pace. I mean, this is an interesting year for the Rangers for sure. Right. Um, it's definitely a rebuilding year. Uh, there's a lot of promise. There's a lot of promise. Um, yeah, except wind. Yeah. So we were talking about earlier how now that Ovechkin has won, Hank Lundqvist is the best player to have not won a cup. If you're Hank, do you request a trade or do you ride out your career in the Rangers? I think you ride out for the basis that, like, Dude's an absolute fucking stud. Of course. Could literally walk down Main Street with a bo- like a boner. And you know what? 
I'm just gonna be honest. I watched uh, the Spin Chicklets episode with Kevin Hayes and Keith Yandel, mm. who's now in the Florida Panthers, and yeah, they yeah. said the biggest dick on the team is old Hanky. I buy it. I buy it. I buy that for two hundred, Alex. And guess what? He's a rocket. He's very good looking. Oh, of course, dude. Yeah. He's a fucking. He's literally a fucking model. The guy. The guy fucks, and all that dude's missing is a fucking championship. And if they if that guy wins them a championship, and I think that's the thing too, they have a young squad. They do. If they could pull it together, my boy Brady um, Shea, Jimmy VC, got yeah, some promise, dude. If they could pull it together, Kevin Hayes is probably my favorite player. Yeah, yeah. If they pull it together, man, they'll build a fucking statue with that guy. Literally, and just, they'll just make and dick. they'll keep his dick. They'll keep like his the dick for life, David life size. Type yeah. Of thing, yeah, 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 but hard, not soft. Do you want to go in the mall or do you want to keep going? Um, you can edit it, right? Not really. Kind of. Yeah. You can though, right? Yeah, can yeah. You put your fucking password in, right? We'll try to get that right here, people. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. Thank wait, you. Wait, no, but wait, stop, pause it. Can you pause it? 